0: Welcome Starseeds, this is Durrani Akashic, Activation Catalyst, Oracle, Soul Guide, and fellow Starseed host for Unleash Your Cosmic Power, a podcast exclusively for Starseeds on a mission. This is the podcast to help you to unleash your cosmic power. We are the star beings, lovers of freedom, lovers of knowledge, lovers of life, who came to the planet with the intention to help liberate humanity from the fear-based chains of limitation and enslavement. Get ready, my fellow Starseeds, to embark upon the extraordinary adventure of being a human in a body on Earth. Together we will dive deep into the mysteries of the universe to help you to remember your cosmic origins, explore the vast realms of consciousness, and help awaken you to your multidimensionality. We will be encouraging you to take that guided action from your higher self to fulfill your divine purpose and unlock your cosmic potential as you gain the courage to face everything that stands in the way of anchoring your divine expression and embodying your highest self to create a life that mirrors your soul desires, inner fulfillment, and an abundance of prosperity, love, and joy just the way that you were meant to. I wanted to start off the podcast by reading from one of my favorite teachers. Her name's Lisa Renee, and you probably have heard about her. And I wanted to start off by reading something of hers because I feel like I, even though I found her um, like a few years ago, a lot of what she speaks of, I had always known within my heart and within my, my soul. And so I found that like it was really surprising that to have someone else actually verbalize the knowing, that inner knowing that I was already carrying within myself, and to have someone even like expand on that and help me to understand it. And um, so, this is part of the law of one. So, when I first started speaking to God when I was a child, I guess, I didn't really think of God as like an external thing, I didn't even think of people as being separate, really. What it felt like to me was connecting to connecting deeper to a source where everything is. It wasn't that I was separate and I was reconnecting. It wasn't that anyone else was not connected. Like those concepts didn't even really exist to me. It was like it was like my mom or whoever would ask a question about something. And I would just tap in or or connect deeper, and I would just know. And it did feel like jumping, uh, like a consciousness level. Like if you're if you're familiar with doing similar things like that, it's like it's almost like you go up a few floors or like one floor, (laughs) and um, and I, I would just access the information, and I didn't have a judgment about it, but it was just like connecting. To God within myself, and at the same time, just knowing like everything was felt internally. It wasn't that I was going outside of myself or connecting to something external. And it's in that sense, it's hard to describe how connecting to the Akashic Records is because you can visualize yourself going up an elevator, which some teachers suggest, or you can visualize yourself connecting to something external or even going out into the galaxy. But what's really happening is that you're going deeper within yourself, you're connecting to the source within you and so when I found um Lisa Renee I think it was through a friend it was probably um I don't I don't really know (laughs) it was just through one of my online friends and I was just like amazed I was like oh my gosh I so know this and she's speaking about it and it, it just matched up with what I was experiencing or what I had been experiencing but she has a very detailed way of describing things to where it can seem like almost too much information at once, especially if you're not ready or if you have no context for where it's coming from. And even for me, that when I felt really connected, some of the stuff, it took me a little while to really understand and so I just wanted to read part of the Ascension Glossary that she has on her site. It's, it's called ascensionglossary.com. And um, this is part of the Law of One, which I know that a lot of you have heard. And it's just because I want us to all be kind of on the same page about what I mean when I'm talking about Christ consciousness and when I'm talking about we are all one. Because I have a lot of people tell me that they're not into new age ideas and new age belief systems and they're you know like not into witchcraft or whatever and this is not what I'm doing and this is not what I'm in support of it's very different so I wanted to start reading from there So, the Law of One is the comprehension that all things are made of intelligent energy and are part of the All-One. The Law of One contains the sacred sciences which explain the mechanics of Christ consciousness that comprise the natural laws that govern the universal creation. All one is the recognition that the eternal truth is eternal love and that state of eternal love is the organic consciousness of infinite creator or God source. Eternal love consciousness embodied within a form is referred to as unity intelligence and is simultaneously recognized as the inner light of Christos. Unity consciousness is at one with God and this unity consciousness is that which ignites the inner light of Christos held within as an eternal flame. In the sacred crystal heart the inner light of christos when actualized into a manifest form is the embodiment of an eternal god human that holds the title of a cosmic citizen and is therefore god sovereign free when we practice expressing loving kindness we build unity consciousness that is directly reflected as the true nature and holy image of god's love The term Christos is a term that extends way beyond all meaning that is associated with this particular planetary consciousness, and it describes the state of eternal cosmic consciousness. And a lot of times you might hear people using this word Christ, Christ Sophia, Crystal, Christella, and all of these words within this context are interchangeable because we're really referring to the principles of consciousness that are part of the law of one, which are referring to the cosmic structure of creation as it was intended by the eternal God source. And it extends beyond just the human concepts of jesus christ there are 12 astrological possessions in the universal scale of time each with 144 personal christos identities returning back to the 12th astrological procession we return to the founder cosmic cube matrix to reclaim all of our identities throughout the, these time cycles so lisa renee describes the all-seeing eye of god as a project Where the divine mind blueprint of God is imprinted upon a geometric tesseract that is called the cosmic cube matrix. And if you don't know what a tesseract is, it's basically a four dimensional cube that helps you to visualize the concept of time in a four dimensional universe. And the interesting thing about this is that I've had so many dreams, even like before I found Lisa Renee, about the tesseract cube. And I didn't even know what it was. I, I just, I kept seeing like a cube within a cube within a cube. And I was always in the dreams. I was always acting, activating the inner cube. I was always pressing, um, or protecting this cube matrix. And so when I, when I found this through the website with Lisa Renee, I thought it was so interesting that she was referring to this thing that I had been seeing in my dreams, For a really long time, some of the most vivid dreams that I remember having is that I was at the end of an ascension cycle in a timeline in a world. I don't know which world, but it was definitely like a cataclysmic time. I was out in like I think it was a different planet. It must have been a different planet. And so I've had all these dreams of being on different missions with different groups of souls and different people. And there was definitely a woman, which might have been Lisa Renee and other younger beings part of the mi- mission. And in this particular dream and I've had many in this particular one, um, there was a gray stone tesseract cube. so it was a, a gray structure and I walked so they stayed outside. It was like the end of war or something. the the background was like gray sky and um, it was kind of like red dirt earth. So I stepped onto this cube, And it was like it was like imagine an outlined cube made out of silver gray stone and somehow it's all held together. But it's just the outline of it in in perfect geometrical line. So one giant cube and inside of the giant cube is a stone table and on the stone table is another cube. And so I went in there and I press on the cube, which it reminded me of those like, uh, like Egyptian um, tombstones or something. And I press on the cube and it activates something uh, for that planet. And I mean, it might have just been a representation of what we're all meant to do here. But I was really excited when I knew that like Lisa Renee was part of this because I've been having dreams about it. And I've had so many other dreams about activating different kinds of cubes. There's like the whole idea of this cube is um that it controls time it controls the timelines and this is what a lot of negative forces have been after and there are sacred objects that are projected between different beings who are the guardians and protectors of it because they can never fall into the wrong hands because as soon as they do they will instantly, um, if if the Guardian even thinks about giving it up to any of the negative dark forces because it's tired of being persecuted and chased or whatever, it will instantly teleport to the next recipient of the of the codes that is able to hold it for that time. So it is always protected. And so I've had these dreams about the cube and I'll explain more about it. So Lisa Renee says that the Cosmic Cube Matrix is the schematic being projected into the brains and bodies of the blue rays at this time and those that have been called or that have been said to have the mark of the lamb on their foreheads as created by the opening of the seal. And the times that I have meditated and gone really far, like as far out as I could, it definitely felt like I have seen this eye and I I just, I knew that it was the eye of God. And so the imprint of this geometric tesseract Is being referred to as the cosmic cube matrix of God's archetypal matrix of the 144,000, which are your individual identities. The cosmic cube holds the blueprint to God's laws by building the architecture of the city four square or the crystal cathedral. This represents the four planes of matter in the four quadrants of the universe. This also represents the four elemental bases of our raw material making up the planes of matter, such as air, fire, water, earth. These four elements make up the main chemical constituents of our DNA code and are being re-encrypted by the auroras through the Crystal River. The City Four Square or Crystal Cathedral contains the blueprint of the Solar Christ identity of the 144,000 archetypes of the sons and daughters of God. This new life foundation, which is a new grid for building base matter in the blueprint as designed by the 144,000, is necessary in order to focus the divine wholeness of God consciousness in the given dispensation of the ascension. So the city four square in Crystal Cathedral is where the Crystal River flows and is represented as a golden city archetype that returns God's laws back to this creation, Its projection is to be held as embodied by the divine messengers, such as described in different prophecies and those with the seal of the lamb on their foreheads, containing the schematic of the cosmic cube 144,000, the 144 matrix. So ultimately, the tetrahedron structure forms the base of the geometric tesseract, which is the cosmic cube matrix of God's 144,000 and this is the architecture held by the Orifem for the City Force Square or the Crystal Cathedral. So the Crystal Cathedral architecture, it's what is being used for building these golden cities that are based on the microcosm to the macrocosm reflection of the divine structure to house the body of God. And so it has been referred to as the City Force Square in, in different places, but it's basically the inner Christos diamond sun angelic human light body that is built by the spiritually dedicated being to house the liquid plasma living light of God. And so for the inner Christos to embody into matter, the inner dwelling must be cultivated to house our highest consciousness in order to exist In oneness with god to experience our inner divinity we must build the inner temple of our physical body to reflect the divine presence of the crystal cathedral which is the body temple built for serving god and for serving the divine plan this new architectural eternal life foundation is also being built in the universal macrocosm as the result of the indigo blu-ray ascension wave brain activating through the eternal eye of god this particular blue ray activation is being referred to by the guardians as the crystal cathedral transmission from the cosmic cube matrix this holds the, sh- the schematics for the blueprint design that contains the crystal cathedral architecture for building the inner dwelling for the christos consciousness within the planetary body of the angelic human body here on earth so the founder, Guardian, Orifim are the keepers and the protectors of the City Four Square in its geometric Tesseract design that is transmitted by the cosmic cube matrix. So these are the omniversal time code keepers that we are capable of interacting with and communicating with within this dimension of the Earth timelines during this ascension cycle. So if all of this sounds like some crazy talk, like what am I even saying? I am basically saying that um, through my own meditation practice, before I even found Lisa Renee and any of these teachings, um, through meditation, I have gone out, like super far up, out to like where, as far as I could, to where I didn't have an identity anymore, like through, to the void, (laughs) the void of creation. And... You know, you dissolve all that you are and you dissolve all ideas and concepts of self. It's even beyond unifying light and dark or polarity. There's just, there's just pure energy. And somehow I had the consciousness to not only feel at one with everything, but also to be, to feel The pleasure of complete emptiness and nothingness. The peacefulness of nothing being projected into existence, but being that crystal clear mirror of nothing compared to what it is like for our consciousness to come into this realm and think that it's existing as various types of beings. Like all of this is a projected illusion. And so I went beyond that and... And I saw what what would be, I guess, like the doorway to the next universe. And, it, and directly looking at me was what I perceived to be the eye of God. So what happens when you have such an expansive experience is that um, I'm still aware. It's like it involves being so multidimensional that you're still aware of your body or wherever you're being, but it just holds less importance. You're also nothing and everything. And so there I was staring at the eye of God. And what I was thinking was how God's consciousness is being projected into this, is looking at this, um, I want to say, almost like kaleidoscope. So I'm going to refer to this eye of God as the Christ consciousness, which is God's source that can also exist on all of the levels and all of the universes that is at one with all, including the individualized personality that the human self believes itself to be. And looking at such a being, I was reminded of who I really am, which is a being that exists in a much larger universe as a much larger I guess that's that's how the human starts to perceive things that are beyond its own comprehension. We can understand the concepts of small and big and vast. So when I was looking at this eye, that's what I felt. It's like the beyond as all of the interconnected realms that exist in like spanning out like forever and and I sensed the power and the potential but not experience this power that a human could say like oh I'm gonna wield that power or I'm gonna use this power for something it was like it was like unlimited it was huge vast conscious cosmic it was at one with everything that exists everywhere in this universe outside of this universe it was just amazing so part of the reason why i'm bringing this up is because a lot of people think that uh this type of spirituality is like new age or it's just reverting back to like christian things and it's really neither it's um it's actually just I would say it involves a lot more checking in with yourself and waking up out of this matrix, out of this polarity game in much deeper ways than anything New Age could really provide or tell you about. The whole thing with the New Age idea that a lot of people are finding is that it sort of takes you down this rabbit hole of manifestation and just it focuses a lot on manifesting desires and so a lot of the times it's people that want to use their own willpower to affect some to to have some sort of effect in the external world outside of them and a lot of times those desires that they're manifesting are more based off of the ego rather than the soul and so when you create from a place of ego it continues the cycles of um, of creating more timeline loops, creating more karmic ties with people. So instead of taking you down a path of consciousness evolution and evolving your consciousness so that you can become, so that you can remember that you're an eternal soul and be part of the eternal timelines, what happens for a lot of these souls if they get stuck in there for too long is that they get taken down a false ascension timeline where they think, I I mean, they might be progressing and they might be advancing to some degree to like the fourth and fifth, maybe even sixth, seventh dimensions. And they'll be having a lot more control over their external world. They'll be able to manifest a lot more things. But again, if it's just based off of the momentary desires, then that's definitely more new age because you're not checking in with your soul. And so then that's when you kinda of have to differentiate between the soul desires and the ego desires. And so the ego, first of all, like if you remember from a few podcasts ago, I was talking about how I remember coming back, being like on in an auditorium in a spaceship or, you know, somewhere else. And there is this giant phase that was telling all the souls that were the star seed souls that were gonna be incarnating here how to create an ego. Because Um, At certain levels, you just don't really have an ego. Like you just accept that everybody is one and everything is one, and so you know it doesn't occur to you to be anything other than the truth of who you are and to behave in accordance with that truth. And so when you come down here, uh, they were telling us, and it looked like this giant green face, and he looked exactly like the the uh, that face in the mirror from that movie Snow White. For, for little kids from Disney. And he looked just like that. And it was in this giant, big auditorium. There's like red velvet seats. And he was like, Yeah. So the first step in creating an ego is you forget everything that you know about who you really are. And then you allow other things to step in and tell you who you are. And you try those out. And then it, it sort of takes you down this whole path of questioning yourself and trying to discover who you are instead of just being in connection with your soul and just knowing. So the idea here is that the soul decided to come into this 3D realm to really explore what it would be like to be to translate God's energy and flow life force into this particular construct. Because again, God pretty much instructed all the souls to um, to experience all that is, all that could be, all that is, all that has been created. And so this universe was created, and of course it's created, so we're going to go explore it, right? So the whole idea was that we were going to come in here and graduate and evolve consciousness from a place of forgetfulness to remember the truth of who we are and to, or to constantly remember who we are despite being in lower uh, dimensional realms, And so, what happened is that we got stuck at the 3D level because there was beings in the universe that did evolve at a faster rate, and these beings decided that they wanted to have more, that they wanted to break off from God's Source and have more control over the planetary resources and the individual life force of, which is essentially energy um, that exists within those souls that are still choosing to remain in connection with God's source, even if they don't fully remember. And so those beings created various time loops and traps that would keep souls that are connected to God's source reincarnating and repeating similar karmic loops and patterns and it would prevent them from fully ascending into the next levels the way that the consciousness was meant to travel through all of the universes like we weren't meant to to be stuck in one place for a super long time it was just it was going to be this natural evolution and remembrance that was really really beautiful but because um we got stuck at 3d and we got so stuck in this idea and concept and obviously we were manipulated into power plays and power games and we were stuck here for so long and these negative entities were essentially like cheating like they weren't it wasn't supposed to be like this. A lot of the souls that were here forgot their true connection with God's source and they forgot their true identity. And so then they just believed that they were the personality and they lost track of their actual soul's record and their soul identity and their actual mission, which is to return, to flow through the, all that is to flow through this universe and evolve and return and exit out and explore some more with God's source. And so as these souls began to, some of them began to wake up and make it out of this universe and the souls that were not, that didn't choose to come into this construct and incarnate uh, saw what was going on and they saw that these negative entities decided to basically have a cheat (laughs) code and um, cause all this chaos. And so these entities that were still in connection with God's source, that were part of the Christ consciousness, which is a consciousness that exists in all of the realms, in all of the levels, in all of the dimensions, that can still have an identity, but is at the same time connected with the all and knows that for sure, 100%, it is one with all. So, this consciousness and beings, avatars of this consciousness, decided to come into this construct to try to help the souls that had been trapped here for so long to exit out of this matrix, to remember who they are. And so that's what is meant by like waking up, by hel- by helping to liberate other souls. That's what's meant by remembering your God source self, by freeing humanity, freeing all the species all- on all the star systems and all the universes from slavery, which is what the negative entities had created. And so they came in here with the, mission of helping to reawaken the other souls and they realized you know that's where it's there's been this ongoing intergalactic war on consciousness essentially where one side of these negative entities um well there's many different groups but so so they can range from like very very evil to like not so evil kind of neutral and they all have different agendas they all have played different roles in this enslavement entrapment um Predator mind type consciousness. This uh, they've placed so many different consciousness traps, including you know ideas of superiority, ideas of extreme polarity, and these are all games that the human personality decided to buy into, essentially, and. Create karmic ties with so that they would keep looping and reincarnating within the same levels instead of graduating and evolving and exiting out of this matrix. And so even now, uh, there's the whole idea of ascension into five D. Which to me, you know, I'm surprised that people are still just focused on that because, yeah, of course, everybody wants their life to be better. Everybody wants to have access to all of the resources and you know to have to be able to create what they desire in their life to have freedom. But the thing is that um, the new consciousness trap is really to just believe that you're evolving out of the time matrix and moving into the realms of just creation c- where you continue to create whatever you want. But in those realms, you're still trapped because there's still controller beings that are um, playing those games with you. You're not evolving past the ego. You're still creating from those egoic desires instead of being of service to God's source. And when I say being of service to God's source, I don't mean like you're being of service to some external being that is dictating to you what to do or that is telling you that there's specific things that you're allowed to do and other things are bad and therefore you shouldn't do them. What I'm referring to as being of service to God's source and being of service to a life is that when you are aware that you are at one with everything, you realize that This being that is your higher self that is connected to higher and higher levels all the way to God's source. What happens is that this being actually has your best interest at heart at all times. So that when you realize God's perfection is that since time is an illusion for us here, God has already created the most fulfilling the most happy, the most magical timeline that you could ever want to experience, the most magical path. And you have several, like you have, you have so many different probabilities of how to get there. And at each choice point, you can choose something else. And then that in itself opens up different pathways. And, and it's like you're constantly being rerouted. And this will happen at multiple levels throughout the universe and everywhere. Um, so what happens here when you are in a body is that you do have certain things that are pre-contracted because you're living in such a low density realm. And there's karmic ties that tie a person to the planet. And so some things you're definitely like contracted to do while you're in a body and you're supposed, you know, you're going to meet specific people. Sometimes it's specific souls. Sometimes it's specific patterns. So you will experience meeting uh, souls who carry the patterns that you're meant to interact with. So sometimes it's not even specifically about interacting with that soul. It's about you learning how to relate to those patterns that they are carrying because your soul is learning something of itself that it has probably forgotten from interacting with the patterns that that person is carrying. And so that's why sometimes people manifest relationships that with like the same person over and over again, even though it's like a different person, it's like the same pattern because they're carrying the exact same pattern that you haven't learned to navigate, that you haven't reharmonized and brought back into neutral zero point with the truth of your soul, with the truth of your being. And so that's what we're doing a lot when we are incarnated in bodies. And so when I'm talking about in service to God's source, I mean, That the ego wants to, when you think of God as being separate from you, you think of God as being this external being that is telling you what to do. And so the natural impulse, when something external and outside of you tells you to do something, is to be rebellious and not do it. So if you remember that movie Inception, um, how they would have to very secretively get into the minds of people and make them think that they came up with this idea and that way they would do it with little resistance. And so the same thing is happening in humans right now. So if you have this external idea of a creator outside of you telling you that there's right and wrong, you're going to naturally want to do what's wrong because That's just how humans are. You're like, you're just going to naturally be rebellious against something else controlling you because inherently tied into that is the actual truth within your rebelliousness that free will is yours. It is your gift from creator. And so what a lot of the negative beings have done on this planet is to try to control people through programs and implants and overlays and false memories and karmic ties, but specifically through things that have to do with fear. So they try to get people to only vibrate at a certain particular bandwidth. So that's usually survival state which is, um, it ties usually to like your lower three chakras. So like the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus, 3D. And so they tr- that is the fre- frequency bandwidth leash that is on most people most of the time. And they can very easily control you when you stay within those bandwidths and when you don't rise up, even to like like, there's like the lower heart where you have like relationships with people. But then there's a the higher heart where you have access to like, being able to feel unconditional love for all beings. And then you connect to a wider network of expansion. So even, even that, and, and it's not that you're not connected to the other higher chakras. It's that most people are being controlled through the lower three. And that is by the design of the negative ET agenda and the, the controllers of this matrix. And so that's why it's so important for you to remember that God is really inside of you because then you'll remember that the inner guidance that you have is actually coming from you, from the most evolved version of you, the one that has gone so far beyond this realm and is still within you, is still united with you and everyone at the same time. But it is such an intelligent force that it has mapped out exactly what the best outcome is. It's almost like it's almost like right now imagine that you came into this world or or you you came to a carnival okay and in this carnival you are going to figure out what your favorite flavors are or what your favorite colors are and so maybe at the beginning let's say that you forgot that you've done this before you don't know what they are and you're like oh my gosh I wonder what all the colors are going to be and what are all the flavors going to be and at the same time um being an expanded being like there's the other version of me that has already gone through all of this. And that knows, I've, I know what all of the flavors are, what all of the possibilities are. And I know what your favorite flavor is. And I know how you can have the most magical experience within this carnival. So listen to me. Right. And so like, that's your inner guidance system and that's God or your higher self connected to God. And so When you rebel against this you that is really trying to show you what the best thing is for you because it's already done it, because it is you on an expanded level. It's you loving yourself so much that you would go back in time and communicate what is best for you. You know, it's like, it's like if you could go back in time right now and warn your uh, like ten-year-old self, or your fifteen-year-old self, or your twenty-year-old self, about who's going to be chaining on you, or like, you know, don't go with that person, or like, don't have that lover, or um, avoid this job, or or avoid this situation. You totally would because you love yourself. So now imagine that on an expanded level, where like you are such a huge being that you love everyone, and and you're so connected that you are you're basically God. And of course that you're going to go back and try to guide all of your children. And you're going to try to guide all of these alternate yous into the best, most harmonious outcome because you've seen it all because you know it all. And of course, if they believe that you are separate from them, then they're probably going to do the rebellious thing and not listen to you. So that's us here at the human level. A lot of times we will rebel against our own intuition. And so when I say that there are beings that just want control. These are beings that have purposely cut themselves off from themselves, from their larger aspects, from God's source for one reason or another and decided that they it was more important to them to have more immediate control of the situation right now. And it's kind of like, like imagine that you have a little kid and the parent's like, okay, if you wait five minutes, I'm going to give you five candies. But right now you can have two. If you have two right now, then um, you're not going to, you know, you're going to miss out on the five candies later on. And so these impatient little children (laughs) were just like, okay, I'm just going to eat all the candy right now. And then they know that God has five more candies, right? So they're going to do everything possible because they want more candy. They're going to try to steal the other kids' candy around them. And so they have purposely chosen to cut themselves off from God's source because they wanted all that candy right now. And they didn't want to have to wait and they didn't want to do what God's source was asking them to do they were choosing to cut themselves off more and more from God's source that they could steal people's immediate candy and they could have it all right now and so that's that's like a very simple way of of me referring to the negative forces in the universe that have wanted control over humanity and over all of our DNA so all of these forces um, they have wanted control and so now that they know that they they know that they did wrong and Some of them are trying to come back to God's source, which is wonderful because God loves everybody. And some of them, um, I mean, there are specific souls that have incarnated here specifically to help rehabilitate these darker aspects of themselves back to the light, back to God. And that's really quite a brave mission to undertake because some of these forces are just so evil. So thank you so much if you're one of those souls like, wow, you're amazing. And um, and then there's other souls who are here just to to help the souls that are more ready to exit, to be of immediate service and like help them leave while simultaneously maybe like banishing the, the more negative uh, beings. And it's not like banishing, it's more like, like if, a, if, okay, so a lot of things have happened on the planet and there have been like multiple, multiple holes that have, gotten ripped into the timelines and into all of these different dimensions where it wasn't supposed to be like that. And so you've had beings that were sucked into this planet that weren't even supposed to be on this planet that were very unhappy and they're causing havoc and chaos and they're not even supposed to be here. So then you have other souls who incarnated specifically with that mission to help the planet. So we're helping the planet to close off these portals and send those beings back to where they belong and so you could do this for like the tons of different beings you could call them some of them demonic you could call you could just say they're different beings that are not supposed to be here that we send back but you can also refer to like a ghost that don't want to leave and you know you help them to move on and you send them to where they're supposed to be because it's not that things are evil it's just that they're misunderstanding something they're not like translating the energy of god properly and so it's like, it's like something's out of tune here in this room. If you're really sensitive, it, it, it's almost like a bad smell. If you're an angelic being, you're like, oh, I smell something weird. Okay, that's an entity that is, or, or if you're a musician, you'll be like, I hear something out of tune. There's an instrument that is out of tune that does not belong here. Let's move this instrument to where it belongs let's put it in in like a different verse let's put it somewhere else in in the overall song it doesn't mean that they get annihilated or eradicated it's just like they belong within a particular segment of the song and so there's beings here that are guardians that are helping to facilitate this uh reharmonization of all of the beings so that we can once again have a beautiful unity song that has been crafted by god's source god's source being everyone and everything God's source being of of crystalline consciousness that exists everywhere at once is at once with all that can incarnate into individuality, maintain its sense of individuality, and at the same time, be one with everything. And so we're reharmonizing that song. And so the main thing that I see with New Age and people who just want, well, first of all, what I'll say about, about the New Age thing, there is the, the trap of just um helping people to manifest is is amazing and it's wonderful and I've definitely had my my uh, time where I manifested a lot of things and it was a little creepy it was like whoa so does that mean like everything is going to happen exactly how I say from now on and it was a little strange for sure um and then I don't know what other I started interacting with other people and I think I I redid some contracts and then my level of interaction because of the things that I was asking to manifest they involved other souls it wasn't just me saying like give me the the best love of my life it was like give me the specific person because I want them to be in my life forever like uh, like I remember at the time that I was really having an amazing manifestation role (laughs) it was the first time that I came to Kauai and I was with like somebody that I loved a lot and I thought we were like soulmates and stuff and we were not I didn't know about astrology back then but I do now and I've looked at her charts and I'm like if I had known about astrology we would not have been together but things happened as they should as you know fate intended for them and at the time we, we do have like some very very good aspects and also some really bad aspects so the really good aspects is what I was feeling at the time and for a time it did feel like heaven on earth it was like absolute heaven it was just joy and because I was asking I, and I was hoping to manifest, first of all, some of the things that I was trying to manifest were getting my all of my family in Hawaii, which isn't like that many of them, but just to have my family together in Hawaii and for us to be happy here together. And the, there was just certain things that I was asking for that involved other people and other people's free will choices. And because I was asking about them while I was in these really high states of manifestation, it's like, it's like, We agreed to do this on a soul level, but that meant that those people were going to have to burn off some karma to be able to get here or to be able to do some of the things that I was asking for all of us to be able to enjoy together and so when you manifest and you ask about other people specifically you're trying to essentially renegotiate for them or with their higher self for something that they may not be ready for and so what will happen is that in your timeline probably you can manifest that but there's going to be issues because they might have not wanted that specifically and so now what you deal with is the manifestation that you wanted or some version of it plus the the negative karma that they that person has to burn off and all of the resistances and all of the hiccups and all of the road bumps that come along with that and so now you're not just dealing with yourself in pure flowy manifestation in general having God and allowing God and the universe to bring you exactly what you desire even if it's in a different person even if it's in a different place in different form and that's why frequency is so important But when you pray for specific people and you have these hiccups, it's because you prayed for that specifically. And there was some aspect of them that agreed, otherwise it wouldn't happen. But now you're also dealing with the darkness that they bring into the situation. It's like if you pray for that person, you're also praying for their darkness to come with you. And by darkness, I mean all of their blind spots, all of their karmic ties, all of their karmic bonds, which a lot of times, especially if you're in relationships, it involves the family and the, the extended family and their karmic information and their karmic loads and so it can get really complicated that's why it's best if you are on a manifestation role to ask for things from a frequency level and allow the universe to deliver to you exactly what you want in the most flowing and beautiful manner and again you can do that not like the higher levels like 4d 5d 60 70 is pretty pristine and like when I say that I interact with different beings at different levels, what I mean is that I, I kind of like travel w- in, in my astral body. It's not like my physical body is going there. It's like my astral body travels. And so a lot of times when I've interacted with these beings, it's like my astral body traveling. And sometimes, and I mean, I can describe that in a different, in a different video. But um, what I'm saying is that you can help people to get on a really good manifestation role. And at some point within that manifestation role, you will come to realize that... It gets a little boring, right? The game gets a little boring because you're manifesting all these things that you want. And you're like, oh, I don't know that I really want to do this anymore. And then you start to sabotage yourself. And I see this so clearly with with um, children. Like my son, like he got really good at walking. Once he learned how to walk, he was bored with it. He started tripping. He started running and like falling over things on purpose. Like I know he was doing it on purpose. And so you trip yourself up while you are manifesting because it gets a little boring and you want to spice it up. And that's okay. That's no, That's another level that you get to within your manifestation role and so you can be stuck at that level of manifesting the things that you want for a very long time and that's how these controller forces they're still manipulating you they're still feeding they're still taking your candy essentially because every time that you are The the longer that you stay here and the more karma that you accrue, the more the reincarnation that you're going to have to do, the more karmic ties that you end up having with other people that are already here. And so they're just prolonging your timeline here in this universe. And sure, some of you are going to have an amazing time and some of you are going to have like not such a great time. And um, they don't really care. They just want more souls to be here because they have more candy and they want the candy. And so that's what I mean by like you can get stuck in that rabbit hole of just manifestation and manifesting and it can be fun but it's also a false ascension trap because you do ascend a little bit but you don't ascend to the place of complete sovereignty and freedom and there's many reasons and many plans because god does want to reclaim all the souls in as much of a intact manner as possible so you know so some of these souls might might refuse to to the very last bit and then they might like turn to dust or something but um for the most part God really wants to you know help as many souls as possible to exit and so that's why there's specialists that have been sent here to help infiltrate some of these dark forces and they're working with multiple ET groups and they have very difficult missions sometimes sometimes there's multiple beings using one body and again that can be really hard on the body I do not recommend this if you're one of those souls that has a contract Um, it's usually called like an indigo three contract where you reincarnate with really negative beings and they're all using one body and making different choices and karmic ties. It, and it can get really, really messy. I do not recommend it. I recommend that you rewrite that contract and with your higher self and with God and evict all of the souls that do not belong in that body. Usually you need, you need help for this. And if you do um, reach out to me, and I'll help you help you with that. <clears throat> or if you know of some other person, that's OK, too. But um, so you what where you really want to get to is that you want to return to god source you want to exit this matrix because this game has been going on for a really long time and really you want to go through all of the levels and and you're not going to not go through all the all of the levels it's not like we can just extract you at 3d that's not how it works you have to go through all of the levels to exit so that means that we are speeding up the level um the intensity that it, that, whereas before it was taking a little bit longer, um, it's all getting sped up. Like the frequency is getting turned up so that people have to purge faster so that people have to burn off karmic ties faster. And so people experience this as, uh, we'll say like this acceleration as more trauma, as more crazy events happening, more, more deaths are going on around them with people that are, you know, just ready to exit and move on into the next incarnation. But, um, so it just gets, everything gets more intense with people. And again, if you tie this to the planetary alignments and to the sun, um, that's one way to do it. Like the sun, it, like the earth and the sun, they're already there. They're like, oh, we got this. We're moving along. You're coming or not. <laughs> you know. And um, so, so that's what's going on. I, and, and all I'm really saying is do not get stuck at the level of manifesting. You want to go beyond that. Yes, manifest as much as possible and as, as much as you can and realize that at some point that those are the hiccups you're going to run into. Having to deal, you're going to manifest some people into your life where you have to deal with their darkness and it's going to get attached to you. And then you're probably going to form some sort of karmic tie where like you will, it it is going to bring you down and you're going to have to learn how to maneuver that because that's happened to me. And I'm still dealing with a lot of that, but for the most part, I feel like I I always know who I am, and even if I fall down, sometimes like I'm always gonna get back up, and I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna give up because I'm not that's not the kind of soul that I am, and I'm here for you, and I'm here with with my entire soul team and my soul family, and I so appreciate all of you guys, but I I'm just saying like it's if you're just getting stuck in in manifestation, know that there's higher realms for you to go to, and so what happens a lot of times is that some of these souls it can be really painful and it depends on what your individual soul contract is but you can get up to like 10d and 11d and 11d 11 to 12 because the original fall and the creation of this false matrix occurred around like i think it's like 11.46 it's almost around 11.5d so the infiltrations can go really really high up with the negative et negative agenda manipulation all of that and so the further that your consciousness can go up, um, the more that you start to reclaim of yourself, just know that there will be more purification for you to do. And you might not be able to tell how deeply you're infiltrated until you get to the 11th gate, until you get to the 12th gate. And then you'll have God or your guide say, hey, you're infiltrated, let me clear you. Because that's definitely what happened to me. Like I recently did this meditation where I was opening um, the 10th gate and it was fine. It was like in Lyra and Vega and it was great. Then I went to the 11th gate and... Um, I have done this so many times, but if I do pick up other people's energy or if I have someone else in my field that's not supposed to be there, um, the guides will tell me. So this time when I went to the door to open the planetary gate, um, I was told by a green, em- an emerald green eye, so an emerald being representing the emerald um, guardians and the emerald father, that I was being infiltrated and... And immediately I was like, just clear me. And I dropped it all. I dropped all attachment because that is, I'm not going to forget what my true soul purpose and soul mission is. And so I was cleared and then I was able to open the door and then go, go into the 11th gate. And then when I opened up the 12th gate, I found some other awesome friends there. But I'm just saying like, you can have infiltrations at all of these different levels. And the thing is that like, these beings want to co-create and infiltrate other christic beings and other angelic souls that have been working on their dna for a long time and they want to get psychically attached to you or bonded to you because they don't know how to do the work or they don't want to do their own work their own inner work but you're not going to be able to carry them across the gate and like that's something that they might think like you can only carry them so far and so that's why when you're being pushed to grow and you're, when you're being pushed to accelerate your own spiritual evolution and go beyond all of the gates, you want to do that as quickly as possible so that you know where you're being infiltrated. And while you're in a body, so you could go to the 11th gate, you could, you could even probably go like, I don't know, to the edges of the universe and you might still have a body A human body here and that's okay you're just gonna keep going through the cycles and and you know that whole thing like chop wood carry water after an enlightenment well you'll probably have to do that until really you're done here and honestly if you're presented with the opportunity to leave you probably won't take it because most people won't it it, we have too many attachments but I'm I mean I'm not speaking for everybody but I just know from experience that the times that I've been offered like an exit I just I'm like oh, I think I still have stuff to do so so just be aware of that and then um the other thing that I wanted to tell you really quick because I know this podcast is running a bit long is that um you do need to activate your Christic light body architecture because this and this is the architecture that is actually around your body when you ascend. It's like the ascension pathway up. So you know how like when you get really like Bible-thumping people and they're like, Christ is the way. Okay, so there is a way. There is a ladder. And it is through Christic architecture. But it's not like Christ, like how they say in the Bible. It's it's like the crystalline architecture of your light body. And I can explain this more in different levels. And there's so many other teachers out there. Lisa Renee is a really good resource. But you're going to have to activate your crystalline light body and you're going to have to build it up the tw- with the 12 tree, tree grid and you're going to have to fuel up all of those centers and connect your, your crystalline light body to the earth grids, to the sun, to all of the planetary gates before you can really exit and you're, you're going to be learning so much and it's actually really fun and exciting. But you do have to activate that so that you can go through the 13th gate, through the 5th, 14th, through the 15th, through the 16th, and then up into the next levels of the universe. And you might have to do that several times. And you will. It's like a meditation practice that you can continue. Uh, but that is the structure that you need. So in a sense, like Christ is the way. Christ is the pathway for you, for your ascension out of this planet and for your actual uh, reunification of becoming a God sovereign free being that is at one with the Christ consciousness of being one with everything and one with God. And so that is something that you want to be focusing on. If you don't know, um, definitely reach out to someone that can help you with it. But um, that's something that I noticed with certain people. Like sometimes when I look at them, they don't have the architecture active. And so they will be able to advance up to certain dimensional levels but not beyond that and sometimes this is due to the fact that at some point because remember this is a fallen matrix and a lot of us are angelic souls with um, hybrid DNA that have come down to help others specifically but we had to really understand what we, we were ourselves into so a lot of times we incarnate into these crazy situations that we could get ourselves out and show others how to do it and so what i see a lot of times with people is that even really advanced people and advanced spiritual teachers is that they have some some of the architecture but it's not totally active or they are missing pieces because at some point when they incarnated in this or in a different lifetime they made some sort of trade with the negative ets or different beings and you have to go into your own Akashic Records or get somebody to help you with this so that you can fully understand what the trade-off was and why you made that choice to trade off parts of your soul for power or parts of anything. And this is not about like finger pointing or saying that you did something bad and like, you know, you're a bad being. No, like we've all done something that was detrimental for us at some point. We were all learning in this crazy carnival, right? So um, you just have to go back and understand why you made those choices and recall those pieces of yourself back because most likely, I will tell you what they're doing with them, they are using those pieces of your soul to fuel some sort of negative alien machine, some type of alien grid, and in exchange you usually, usually get power at some of the lower dimensional levels or you get it, it's kind of like making an investment right like now you, you're an investor in this bank <laughs> and that's like that's like the negative et alien agenda okay so it's like give us some of your soul pieces and we'll give you some of whatever we produce with this even though it's like tainted with darkness like a lot of times the, the souls that are missing and fractured part of their architecture. Is because they've given away their soul pieces in specific lifetimes to help fuel these dark grids, to help to allow some of their DNA to be cloned and copied and used to fuel this false dark AI agenda. And so you have to go back and reclaim all of those pieces in full. Uh, loving awareness with your higher self and with God and in full reclamation of remembering that you are God's holy child. And it, it's actually a really beautiful journey and I'm really excited for all of us. But if you have any questions about this, um, please don't hesitate to send me a message. Usually I will respond to people more on Instagram, but you can also try Facebook. I don't check my emails that much. I just have emails because it's required for most, um, platforms, but I have so many emails. So try not to email me. <laughs> Instead send me a message and I'll try to get to it as soon as I can. Um if you have more questions about this, but there's so many resources out there and I, I would say like there's hope for everyone and we're all doing this together. And yes, it's hard. Um what they're doing right now that I will say is that they are working with they know that like the dark grids are crumbling and there's so many people who are awakening right now that they're doing the most that they can with what they have which is that they are trying to extract the most energy out of the beings that they do have in their control and they are trying to push um their, the negative effects of the negative grids that they do have around the planet, which are being dismantled right now as more people reclaim their soul pieces back. Like those grids start to lose power, even if you're not consciously aware of where those exact grids are. If you just reclaim your soul pieces back and you say, no, I am God, I'm sovereign, I'm free, I'm one with the Christ consciousness, then you're claiming, you're you're taking fuel away from those dark grids. And the same thing happens when you actually buy into some of the dark teachings or you follow a dark teacher that's going to hook you into a negative dark grid and this is not for like fear-mongering it's just be really aware of what teachers are doing like I remember a while ago I went to this meditation class and um the the woman there she said that she was going to help you to manifest something I think that's what she said so so everyone was happy blah blah blah. and then everybody laid down and I don't remember exactly what happened because this was uh a little while ago <clears throat> but i remember being really uncomfortable and i felt uncomfortable this lady there was just something about her but she had been a priestess in many lifetimes and i could clearly see that so so what i mean is like these people aren't like outright evil and these people might not be aware completely that they're doing something that's not totally ethical but so i was in her meditation class and uh it was more like a dinner party meditation and she said she was going to call she said just like you know, try to sing or something. I think we all sung some mantra together. And then she called in some energy beings and I thought, well, I'm, I can see things. So I saw them come in and they all took energy from all of the people that were there, spiraled it up into the vortex and fed it to her. And, um, they fed it to this being that was working through her. And then that being gave her some of that energy. And then they were also helping some of the people to uh, manifest specific things. But it was dark because they they basically took the energy from all of the people and then gave them back like a tiny little crumb of it. And so that's what a lot of these um, false ascension teachers will do whether they know it fully or not they're taking people's energy or they are plugging them into things that are not being run organically or that are not being run with pure intentions of being life-serving and serving to all beings and serving to god's source in in accordance and harmony with god's laws and so when you create things that are not that don't have like those specific rules that aren't following that, they're probably getting their energy source from some artificial means that is probably sucking the life force out of other sentient beings that don't really want their life force getting sucked out. And so you just have to be really aware of who you're listening to and how, how it's making you feel. If you are psychically aware, you'll be able to tell um, one way or another, and you can also ask your guides for help with this. But yeah, I've seen that with a lot of different teachers um, where they literally do use your life force energy and they take much more than they give you back for that tiny little bit of manifestation. And not all of them are dark. Some of them are very Christic and aligned beings and some of them are undercover and they are working with dark forces in a very secretive ways. And, um, you know, probably helping to reclaim specific soul aspects of themselves back. And I'm, I'm fully, you know, like in awe of you, that's, amazing because like I said, some of those beings are some of the most evil beings that can exist in the universe. Like, I mean, they were, they've been responsible for so much death and suffering. So you're like a really amazing and brave soul. If you are doing that, um, just be really careful and trust God's source and follow your guidance because you are being guided, especially if you are one of them, uh, one of these souls that I'm talking about. But yeah, just have the highest discernment possible, stay aware, stay awake. I did mean, um, to end this with some sort of meditation. So I'll see if I can record that. And if I do record it before the end, then I'll add it, um, to the last bit of this. And otherwise I think I'll just make a different. Um, podcast and i'll talk to you soon uh just to recap real quick so i was talking about the main differences between um like new age stuff between people who just believe in the bible oh so that's the other thing yeah so like the reason why i don't resonate with a lot of like bible teachings is because people tell you to not listen to yourself and just listen to what somebody else wrote down and i i always i always want to encourage you to check with yourself, with your heart, because your heart has a truth meter that is coming from God directly that will never lie to you. And so if something feels off, it probably is. And you need to pay attention to that. And when you're reading the Bible, like, yes, there's a lot of different um, truths in there, but there's also other people's energies and other people who've written it. And and it goes for any, any sacred text because all of the religions have been infiltrated. Even uh, when you meet like God-like beings, like like Shiva or Vishnu or, you know, whoever, um, they they are also, they have a lot of power, but you want to be sure that you are always proclaiming yourself as a child of God and that you are free and that you are sovereign. Because honestly, like you can be thankful for them, but just make sure they're not stealing your energy or trying to use your body for weird things. Um, Another thing I'll say about that is that a while ago, so I always resonated with the energy of Freya, like the goddess Freya, and um, and I know a, a lot of other people who resonate with her energy as well. And um, I met her, and she's actually one of those beings whose uh family was not supposed to be here. And she she had like green skin and red hair, and she's like a giantess, and she had one eye. And so, what happened is like when the portals were ripped open, her and her people were like shocked, and they like came out of this like portal that had just been ripped like raging like what is going on right so they were just like murdering and you know it's like war and they're very powerful beings and warriors and so what happened is a lot of times they also did take some of Sophia, uh Sophia's jewels and powers and what freya did and i've always felt really connected and close to her so she's always been like um like a freedom goddess right or that's what she represents for a lot of people she was very kind and I don't know exactly how we started connecting, but I, I think I connected through her astrologically because she she's conjunct my North Node. And so I connected with her through that and she... I was helping her to help her people back in through that wormhole through that portal and we were sealing it up, but she was, we were patiently waiting for more of her kind to go through the portal and she was waiting outside of it. And while we were waiting outside of it together, she gave me the Sophia's jewels back to give to my mother. And, um, you know, because we, we are her daughters and, and it it was like this beautiful harmonious healing was occurring between the bloodlines and she knew that they weren't hers to keep and so that's how she was able to do a lot of her magic and a lot of the things that you hear about it it's it's the soul codes of other beings that have existed here that were very powerful that were eradicated by other uh beings so weren't even supposed to be here like like the timelines were so messed up with Atlantis and with things getting like torn open in various timelines with people messing around with technology in a very bad way. And so we harmonized that and I, I have so much love for her. And it was almost like we had this like ritual of like forgiveness. And I was just witnessing her people going back into this, into the vortex where they were meant to go. And she gave me back the jewels and it was just like a very loving and beautiful moment. And I don't think she's on the planet anymore, not really. (laughs) And um, so she had agreed to, you know, just go back to where they belonged. And it was such, it's such a peaceful moment when you can actually help a being to reconnect to their home planet or their home dimension or their home world and help them to get back to exactly where they belong. It's like, it's like, yay, I get to go home now. Thank God. And that's, that's the type of energy that it was. So a lot of us are, are doing this all around. And what else is I gonna say? I, th- I think that's that's it for now. <laughs> I should probably just include more of this in um in a different podcast. but um thank you for tuning in. I hope that this was helpful. I hope I clarified what um you know, that you should always check in with yourself, the difference between just 5D and, and new age stuff and, and like actually ascending beyond that. And hopefully you now have a better idea of what you need to do in order to be able to fully ascend beyond like 5, 6, 7D, activate your crystic light body and architecture. And um, hopefully you understand that if things are getting more intense now, it's because we are trying to help you to ascend Faster, which means burning off karma faster, which means that like the planet is already doing it, the grids are stabilized into like a new coordinate system, and um, the negative ET forces are trying to work as hard as they can to keep people stuck in particular um, bandwidths of vibration and that is the bandwidth leash that we are all trying to break free of and um, just know that things are intense but you have all of the tools to be able to navigate them Um, reach out for help if you need it and always remember to run everything by your higher self which is connected directly with God or you can talk to God directly through your heart and be guided out of this fallen matrix system and out of suffering and I'll just end with this quote that I really like. And I think it was said by Sri Yukteswar, who is um, Yogananda's guru. And he said, uh, the moment when you find God is the death of all sorrows. And I just love that so much because so many people are trying to find God just to avoid sorrow. But but truly, we're, we're finding God because it's it's our destiny to be at one with the highest source of all to be united in Christ consciousness and to exit out of this matrix and take all of our loved ones and soul family with us and continue our joyful evolution with our Christ family in other universes. And isn't that so exciting? I'm really excited. So, okay, I'll talk to you soon. Um, I hope you have a great two weeks or however, however long. I'll try to record this another podcast sooner but take care i love you and i'm sending you lots of good vibes and love and aloha thank you so much for joining me on this voyage into the depths of cosmic consciousness i'm truly grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in and embarked on this journey with me i want to extend a heartfelt invitation for you to visit my website doraniakashik.com and explore a wealth of resources designed to help support you in your starseed awakening please follow and connect with me on instagram and facebook and send me any questions that you have so i can answer them on the podcast as a token of my appreciation i invite you to download a complimentary meditation i will help guide you in connecting with your starseed soul origin family it's a powerful tool that can help deepen your understanding and strengthen your cosmic bonds because i know how crucial it is for us to have that connection here on earth remember fellow starseeds you are not alone embrace this cosmic connection and continue to nurture the profound awakening from within Together, let us ignite that spark of higher consciousness and create ripples of profound transformation in our lives and the world around us. So until our paths cross again, may the stars illuminate your path and may your journey be filled with love, light, and boundless cosmic wisdom. Thank you for joining me. I'm sending you lots of love and cosmic proportion hugs from your star family and the council.